What is the Habs on the Crafts episode 290 and more? We back in the building, cuss. Back with another one. Another one. That was terrible. That was, that was terrible. Was awful. That was Sorry, okay. DJ Khaled. If you ever listen to this, I'm don't just Don't even mention his name. <laughs> You're not allowed to speak his name anymore. Gosh. You know, I still haven't been able to put it in context. I think it's over for me. I don't think it's over I think for glasses you. is the way to go I, for the rest I of my life. I don't think it's over Forever. for you. No, anyways. This is the 90 and more podcast video. From the ASMR Avengers. Yeah, you know, we do our thing out here. And um, your it's your glasses are dirty AF, bro. You had to put you get, she had to put me on camera. You had to say that you can wait until I, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't even notice. I can see perfectly now. fine. I'm also gonna put the game back on too, just so you know. I would not while we're working. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not playing with you. No, I, I got you. <laughs> I just want to watch the end of the game. I'm sorry, you wanted to do the podcast right now. Oh my god, OMG! All right, so um, the ninety no, and more part. What's up? Oh, always getting me. I'm your man, Bo. Catch me on Instagram at Meryl Productions. We're at ESMR Avengers. We also do a lot of reaction videos like every day. It's ridiculous. Who yeah. You? I'm your girl, Andrew You can catch me on Instagram and Instagram only at A-N-W-E-Z-Y. And if you can't, just that down below. Oh, snack snack? <laughs> I don't know. Just Scooby snacks? Out. You know, I drank a lot of coffee. I chugged it. And then I worked out. Oh, sounding like a poor decision? Yeah. yeah. You know, my stomach's not feeling the greatest. I, I ate a little that. bit for dinner, and now I'm like, bleh. Yeah, it's good. It's good news. Yeah, she pukes on camera. You guys, one hundred bucks for watching. <sighs> um, so the and more portion we're gonna touch on. So we did ninety and more, but like last week we didn't get into the and more because we. I just talked a lot. I'm not gonna confirm or deny what happened last week. I talked a lot. I gave a lot of background. I feel like people who don't know the show should should hear us. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, no, they, yeah, that's fine. Okay. I let it ride. I didn't say I'm nothing. I'm cool with it. I was a GZ about it. The and more, though, I think that we are going to do like relationship stuff or even kind of like. Um, Couple stuff. Am I the asshole ash oh, Reddit? Asshole. 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 Am I the asshole Reddit? Asshole. You love that Reddit. So for those that don't use Reddit, like Reddit's got everything. They have forums for you, you can't go there and not find something. Mm-hmm. But um, she reads, am I the asshole Reddit, which basically. A-I-T-A. H. Mm-mm. Oh. Huh. I can't spell. That's okay. Um, which basically is questions that people send in about situations that are happening in relationships they have with their parents sometimes. With their their other, families, whatever, the whatever yeah. their friends. And so I've got a few that I'd like to talk about. Um, I pulled Let's three. Let's do it. And uh, yeah, I, I want to get yours, your kind of reaction if you think they're A-T-H. Speak. A-I-T-H. Let's go. All righty. So the first one is... Uh, Am I the ash hole for continuing to refuse to speak to my adopted sister for something she did five years ago? Depends based on what off, it is. Based off the title. Well, it depends on what it is. Do you think they're an ash hole? It's possible because there are things you can do that will cause you to stop talking to somebody forever. So I, maybe, I got to hear the story. All right. Here it goes. When I was eight, my parents, mom and stepdad, adopted my sister, Chloe, who was 12 at the time. We also have a brother who was 13. Our current ages are 29 me. 33 Chloe and 34 my brother. Chloe had a pretty hard life before she came to live with my family and so my parents were overly lenient with her and tried to compensate for her tough start in life. They gave her whatever she wanted even if it meant taking something from me or my brother although it was usually my stuff she wanted. Eventually when I was 14 I moved in with my biological father and stepmom because I couldn't handle living with Chloe anymore. I'm going to just say right here before you go any further resentment's been building up oh yeah so so this has been a long time coming anyway go on yes that is that is yeah. six years yeah she, she's she's been building a lot well yes. it's more than that i mean well, even eight, with, well, i'm saying from eight to 14 right that's right. that's eight years of resentment yeah um over the years even after i had moved out chloe has done some pretty awful things to me i won't list them due to character limit 
But <laughs> that's the only thing that stopped there. I just can't put it on because I definitely would. I One do. thing that always happened was our parents used to rug sweep everything and expect me to give her or forgive her and apologize for her being upset. The thing that finally made me go no contact with her and very low contact with my mom is what this post is about. When I was 24, Damn. I know it's very <laughs> long. I'm sorry. We still ain't got yeah. that. No, right, we haven't okay. gotten there. Right. When I was 24, I announced my engagement to my boyfriend, now husband. Everyone was happy for me except Chloe. I still remember the look she gave me when I told my mom's side of the family. I was staying over at my mom's house where Chloe still lives for a few nights, and I took off my engagement ring to wash the dishes. When I finished, I could not find the ring anywhere. I was panicking and searched the entire house for it. I spent the next few days tearing the house apart with no luck. Eventually, I had to go back home, but I made my mom promise to keep the lookout for it. I have never felt so much guilt as when I had to explain to my then-fiance that I lost the ring he so carefully designed for me. He assured me it was okay. He'll have another ring made if his mom couldn't, if my mom couldn't find it by the end of the week. That's a good husband. Like one engagement ring, you lost it. You haven't even gotten married yet, and That's he's like, "I'll buy you another." If you have the money to be oh, that of course, husband, of course. Because if you ain't got the money for that, it's like you did what? <laughs> <laughs> um, she couldn't, and he ended up getting me a second, different engagement ring. Wow. See, so yeah, he got bread. Fast forward to a few months, my parents invite me and my fiance over to dinner. During the dinner, I notice Chloe is wearing my engagement ring. <laughs> I explode. I demand she give me the ring back and call her some and called her some nasty words. Yeah, she feigns innocence and says she bought the same ring and it wasn't my original ring. Come on, man. But that it isn't possible since my husband had the ring custom made. My mom tries to defend her and claims she found the ring after my husband or already ordered the second one, so thought it wouldn't make a difference. No, um, Eventually, my husband threatened to call the police if she didn't return it, as he had proof of ownership, and she gave it back. My stepdad kicked us out, and I went no contact. Recently, my mom reached out to me on behalf of Chloe, saying she wanted to talk and make amends for all the bad things she's done in the past. Why did she pick up the phone? Apparently, she is desperate to reconnect with me and my brother. He is also in no contact with my mom's side of the family. Am I the asshole for refusing? No. I don't. I agree. She, she's. I this, agree. I will say this: like, I think she needs to move on from all of the resentment she has about her sister over the years. It's clearly some bad things have happened, so I'm not saying she should just forget about it. But at some point, like, it does. You know, like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna be mad about this stuff forever. But yeah, her not talking to her, no problem with that. I I agree that maybe she should just let it go. But at the time, sh- her sister was 27. And stole her little sister's engagement ring. Yeah, no, it was. It, it, well, it shows the immense amount of jealousy she has for, her. And, and it shows that she's. That it, and the fact that the parents knew she had it and, and didn't say anything and kind of covered for her, like, well, you'd find the other one. I, I'm cutting them off too. Those well, are facts. I agree. Yeah, I think that go. she is completely right for not for being very low contact with her mom and, she and like being no contact with her ratchet. sister. You know? Oh, I would have called the police. <laughs> well, I, I'm just like, she, she, like, she ain't beat her down. Ugh. I'd have ripped so, it off her finger. I'm going to say, nah. Like, NTA, no. not the asshole. No. 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 You're good not to go. Not at all. And, and I think she should maintain um, the no contact, especially and, with her. And very low contact you know, with her mother. Yeah, your parents, you know, you, you, meh. But, but no, I, I wouldn't be speaking to her. I, I've gone long periods of time without messing with family members over, over less than that. <laughs> well, and my so. thing is it's been over... I mean, it's been over 20 years of them doing the same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, if this if this woman can take your engagement ring, knowing it's your engagement ring, something that is very dear to you, yeah. and hold it and keep it, well, and, and then wear it in front of your face. Yeah, and, and I think the wearing it part is like, you don't respect her at that oh, point. No. You know what no, I mean? No, no. It's like, it's one thing to steal it and then maybe pawn it because you like you got a drug addiction or something. And not that that's okay, but I'm just saying like that's more like the, 
Ah, it's horrible. But hopefully she gets better and she's oh, uh, right. But you but can see, man. But like you, you. Her, oh yeah, you were real there's bold. No a lot of cojones. Yeah, on there's, you. yeah, there's no respect. Mm-mm. And I think the sister would have also been right if she just punched her in the mouth and took it. My my own personal opinion. You still no buy effects and have the nerve. Well, for me, it's like you don't respect me enough, so I got to make you. No, totally get <laughs> you know that. What I mean? At like, the same time, I feel like because her sister is super entitled, entitled, and the mother would is also that way, they would have called the police, and then she would have ended up in a beat and take the ring and hop in the car and leave. I, am, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So no, no, uh, and I think what we should do is we should also like send these to the people that posted them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes they don't want their story like reread. So oh, I never thought. But you yeah, should put it in a public forum. Anyway, go on. That's yeah, fine. they said please don't use my story on things. It's fine. Um, and not all of them say that. Uh, I'm just saying that some of them do. So like, I I'd rather and, and not. Now that you said that, I don't I'm like, like I'm like people oh, off because I frequent true. this Reddit a lot. Yeah, you don't want to be banned. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the next one is: Am I the asshole for telling my friend they couldn't bring their dog over anymore since my lease contract changed? That is, is there any? That's no. There, that's just the title. How how we feeling on the title? Doesn't sound like she's no. It, okay. I mean, okay, I'll get into my feelings on pets and traveling with them after. Right. But. Okay. For the last few months, I've been letting my friend bring their dog over whenever they come over for weekly dinners. My apartment manager was fine with it. I would also watch a family member's dog when they had to go out of town for work, as long as we cleaned up after the said animal. When my contract renewed, it stated in bold print, absolutely no pets or visiting pets without paying the pet deposit. Before mm. I know, super weird. Before I signed, I talked to the manager about previous arrangements. She told me it came down from the property owner and she had to enforce it. So, I texted my friend and family member and told them I could no longer have their dogs over until further notice. Family member was cool with it. I thought the friend was fine. I signed the contract. You better turn that off. Fast forward a month or so, a friend starts asking when they can bring their dog back over. I say they can't and let it go. Fast forward a couple more weeks. A friend tells me they've called my property office and gets routed to security office, which says they aren't on the lookout for visiting pets. They don't see a problem with it because friend tells security dog or the security that the dog is a service animal and it's not. Friend tells me they have planned to walk or friend tells me they plan to talk to my property manager about the situation. At this point, I'm pissed and tell the friend that, that it's my contract and I'm not risking violation or eviction for their pet. Friend swears I told them it was only a temporary situation and I never said it was in the contract. Yet my spouse and my child remember it being said. Now friend isn't speaking to me. Am I the asshole? No. I mean, are you a little extreme about rules? Yes. But do I blame you for not wanting to get kicked out of your apartment? No. How weird is it that the... Okay, so who is this friend and why are they calling your apartment? To I That's that that's that, the red flag that, for me. Yeah. You're calling my apartment and talking to the security guard. Are you a psycho? Yeah, that that, that, that indicates a, a loss of a friendship you to me. Have, right. You have crossed a lot of boundaries. Friendship rights revoked. Yeah, no. I'm taking my friendship card. You are violating a lot of boundaries. It's not up to you. I set the boundary. Hey, until further notice, I can't have my your dog there. She did say that the reason why she said until further notice was she see what she does see that could kind of construe it like maybe eventually. She said that she meant that if she decided to pay the deposit because she was going to get her child a pet. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's a different story. But my thing is like, how long are dinners anyway? A couple hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. If your pup can't hold, most pups can hold it a couple hours, can't they? I yes, mean, I don't, can. I don't understand why the dog has. To, I know some people treat their their pets like family, and I and I got I got no problem with that. But you got to have a little bit of reality, you know. Yeah. 
So and, I and you guys' friendship is weird. The minute you call them people, our, the friendship was odd. I, I was oh, I thought it was like a boyfriend or something, like somebody that was nope. smushing or something. Because doing that, like then, you, but then you're over there for extended periods of time. That would make that's, sense. Yeah, that's why I'm like, okay, but if it's a homie that comes to eat dinner, like the Reddit community is saying, maybe the friend should pay the pet deposit then if it's such a big deal. That's that's a that's an option. That's an I option. wouldn't. Um, then because they feel like they have a part in your apartment, and I don't like that. <laughs> Like they contributed well, to I it. mean, if it's, I just don't understand how significant the friendship has to be for that person to feel like they, they have a they right have to, that they have to call and say, hey, what's your rules on this? The person like, said, hey, no, how strict like, are you? You're not respecting the person because the person said that. Right. So regardless, no. they set the precedent for their house. So. And why would you knowing that it's your friend's apartment could it potentially get them kicked out? Why would you be willing to whisk, risk that? They want they they want fight over there, man. Okay, well, Cujo could stay home. <laughs> Cujo, all, all right. How many more you got? This is last one. Cool. All okay. right. Perfecto. Am I the asshole for half-assing my husband's dinners? Turn it off. I'm gonna check the score, bro. You gotta allow me that. I'm not watching. Pull up ESPN on your the... on your computer. I don't have to see it that way. It's on my computer. What is it about? Yeah, eyeballs get by. All right. Anyway, go on. Love you. Okay. <laughs> all righty. Um. So, uh, am I ha- if, am I the asshole asshole for half assing, half ashing, my husband's dinners? I wouldn't. Is that it? Or is there That's a story? question. There's a story, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, at this point, I don't think so. Everybody has. I mean, you can't have gourmet food every night. And I my mean, thing is, is, like, if he's not making it, then like he should be happy that he's even getting food. Or he could dial up something, man. I mean, yeah. So no, I don't think so. But let's All see right. what the story says. My, so. She is 28 and she's a female. Her husband's 32. And they have two children together. He has one from a previous relationship who stays with us three days out of the week. Um, oh, the blended families. So technically they have three. Got it. Ten, six, four. Got it. My children are fussy, and but it's not in a bad way. They won't eat certain processed foods like chicken nuggets. And the sad part is the children are so much more open to eating new things now that he is. I mean, no disrespect, but what kind of kids don't eat chicken nuggets? Some might not like the texture. Uh, um, nice. They'll eat olives, asparagus, prawns, salmon, oysters, which all of interesting, all of those things her husband will not touch. Oh, well, I mean, he already be a picky. Okay. Uh, uh. When I met my husband, he literally lived off pot noodles and takeout. And that's unhealthy enough without all the salt he adds that he smothers everything with butter um whatever be a fussy eater or cook your own food is the way i see it he won't cook for himself he walks the dogs instead we own a lurcher and a gsd so it's a pain in the butt i don't know what that means but okay big breed dog sounds like gsd great dane i was thinking oh maybe (laughs) as an example i made a salad for us and the children and he refused to eat it because i put mayonnaise with it only because he threw a hazy fit over celery he had it for lunch the next day I cooked pasta. He wouldn't eat it because I used the wrong pasta. But then he had it as a snack. Everything I do is wrong and picked apart by him. I'll do eggs, and all of a sudden he doesn't like the way I do them, so I stopped trying to make his food better. I made homemade chips. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think at the end of the day, I don't, I, I, there's a lot Sorry, this is it. like really poorly written, well, and, and I'm I trying think, to piece it together. Well, I think the message is clear. Dude complains about everything, so my thing is stop cooking for him, period. Okay, so he went on to say, why are the children's dinners so much nicer than his? And I told him that I'm done, and other than making sure that the food is cooked, she's not going out of her way to make his food any nicer. 
Well, he's upset and has gone back to eating noodles, claiming she's the asshole for being petty and that I married him knowing he's a fussy eater, so I shouldn't change my mind. You know what? Something I realized over the course of our marriage, and I think marriages in general, you know, the way you are going into a relationship is not the way you will come out of it. Of course not. And People evolve. Well, and the thing is, is she started to realize this dude's an idiot. I'm not going to keep doing this constantly for him to tell me it's wrong. I think he's got to grow up a little bit, and I think you should stop even half, you know, let him live out the pot noodles. Let him do his thing. I mean, we tell our kids, you eat or don't. But that's it. <laughs> right? Like, we're not doing all this extra. Or so, or you can make something yourself. We yeah. did, We definitely give that option. Bowls of cereal, man. Yeah, right. absolutely. Uh, Go have some Lucky like, Charms. I don't care. Yeah, it's, uh, um, no, so dude's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and, right, and I'm surprised she's still even trying. I would have given up. And so a lot of them, the top comment is... Uh, it goes, info, is your husband more or less than three years old? <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> that, is little, that is some little kid stuff. Like, no adult should be, like, even, like, God bless you and I cook. I'm, I'm not a great cook. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a You're five. I'm at a five out of ten, okay? I'm failing. But you, you'll stomach it. You, you'll pick around what you don't like, and you'll try your best. I mean, you'll say nothing. You'll be like, hey, thanks for trying, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, well, my thing is, it's just, like, like how ridiculous like you don't like i guess what makes me even more mad about the situation is that he'll eat the leftovers for lunch of course it will it ain't that bad no what we always say to the kids too is like if you don't want that you ain't that hungry <laughs> Cause you, you sorry because they'll come enough, down and be know? like i'm hungry we'll have a piece of fruit i don't want fruit okay then that's yeah, that's, that's your only option yet. yeah you'll get there uh, i don't know <laughs> what to tell you so i mean yeah everyone's saying that she's not his mom he I also wonder if it's indicative of like other problems in their relationship. Because in my opinion, it's really weird to zero in on something like that, especially knowing that they've got three kids in the house anyway. Like, you're not being any kind of like partnershipy. Because at least he could say, "Well, if I cook this, will you do this to it?" Like he could assist somewhere in the process to maybe make it easier. Oh, for him. right. So, but he's not doing that. He's just complaining. So because it sounds like whatever she does, like maybe she did start cooking separate things from him, and he yeah. was just like, "I don't like that anymore." Or even she said that she started cooking eggs, and he was like, "I don't like my eggs like that. Stop it." Like, yeah. okay, well yeah. then, guess what? There's the kitchen. Like, like, enjoy your pot noodles, man. Get your takeout. Do what you got to do. So no, nah, she's not. None of these have been. No, I was trying to find some bad ones, but... No, these were all good, good yeah. I mean, good situations, but... Yeah, I don't think any of these people are wrong. You know, it's funny, a lot of these are, are based around setting boundaries. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you I know love what boundaries. I mean? Most of these are just like, yeah, I, I, I set a boundary on this, and am I wrong for it? Right, well, it's just second-guessing uh, yourself, because sometimes, like, someone will get in your head, or you'll tell someone, and they'll kind of look at you funny, like, that's what that's your hill to die on kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, that's well, like, kind of the... live it, though. Well, that's the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Yeah. I'm sure that's not the first instance that, like, right. he's criticizing her while she's right. cooking, and right. he's just hanging out. Right. Well, and, 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 and the fact of the matter is, if she's doing it consistently, and he's like consistently doesn't like it well the problem is it ends up being him he's right. a common denominator like because it's okay for you not i mean you like you haven't liked certain things i make for dinner yeah. and that's okay and if you ask me i'll tell you honestly but like i'll still eat it like, and I even if you don't then you're like i'll, I'll eat something else right i don't i don't yeah like don't you're not like, mad at make me it again it. make it again yeah thank god because like i am not your mom all right 90 day finance Fina- oh my gosh 90 day finance. so we're, we're gonna start with happily ever after yeah and um one of the questions I have that we'll get to later, we're not talking about it right now, is who is the worst parent on the show of of the parents? So I give four options, okay? You can think about I don't, this. I know, I got I got mine okay. already. All right, well, I mean, we could start there. So uh, Elizabeth's dad, okay. Um, Paul's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Aswelu. 
Oh, I didn't even think about them. I didn't even put them into consideration. Oh, okay, fine. I had um, Debbie, mm-hmm. and then I had... Um, oh, sh- Ooh. Um, and then somebody else's mom. Let me look at my phone. I put it in there. Um, oh, uh, uh, Devin's mom. Okay, so... But we can... We can... I don't... I think the easiest case is going to be Asuelo in them, but they're terrible. I don't even mm. think they're worth... You think they're worth discussing? They are They are definitely worth discussing. Okay, all right. Um, so throw them in the mix. So we got five then. I'll run through them again real quick while you form Oh, uh, no, I, I got... I, okay, go ahead. Okay, so we got Asuelo's parents. Uh-huh. We got uh, Devin's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colt's mom, mm-hmm. Debbie. And who's the fifth? Libby. And Libby's dad, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and just straight off Nick's... Um, Devin's mom and Jihoon's mom. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. mix them off. Okay. Um, why? why the although early mix? although the terrible. Okay. On the grand scheme of parents on the show, they are the least terrible, right? So you think- at least Devin's mom has a reason to be mad at Jihoon because he's lied and lied and lied, and she's moved okay. to Korea like four okay. times. All right. Okay. So all right, you're, se- you're gonna, selling me on that. You're selling. Me I'm on just that. gonna and and Jihoon's mom is just nuts. Like he has a good dad, but she's just nuts, and I just yeah, she she's I don't have the energy for that wicked woman. She's uh waste management esque in my opinion, bro. Republic services uh, cut the umbil- umbilical cord. That's all. Sniff them. All right. Um, so I'm just gonna throw them by the wayside. They don't matter to me. Uh, Debbie, you know, I I've mixed. Don't propose. Don't propose. Don't propose. I, I you know what? When she was saying that. I was like, propose. I hope I hope that he proposes and that you die, you old like, bat. Okay, it's time to go, Colt. We gotta go. We have to catch our flight, Colt. Um, mine is going to be between Asuelu's mom and sister okay. and Libby's dad. Okay. I got Libby's dad up there, too. He pisses me off. And same with too. Chuck. I'm that He is Chuck. Charlie. Yeah. But I have, I have interesting news on that. So if you want to start there, I would love to start there. Also, Asuelu's mom... Well, I got Tanya and Sinjin up it, on the board right now. It's so. a CUNT. CUNT. Oh, wow. See you next Tuesday? Yeah, sorry. For some reason, it wasn't See like I mean, registering. Um, uh, okay, but who's the worst, though? You got to pick a worst. Are you going Asuelo in them, or are you going, uh, are you going Chuck? Chuck? I'm going Chuck. Chuck and Charlie. Reason being is they're much, much more involved in their life mm-hmm. than Asuelo's parents, or mom and sister are. I, I actually got to go, uh, I think I got to go Debbie. Really? So here's why. I want to break down a few things. So as far as Chuck is concerned, I think he is amenable to being more of a better figure if Andre would just show him the respect he needs. Because Chuck has done a lot for them. A lot for them. He's he's given his daughter a job. He's paid for houses. He's tried to help Andre. Like, he's done a lot, and Andre has never shown him any respect. Right. Since day one. But I feel like if he did, and their relationship improved because he started showing more respect, I think their whole family dynamic would improve. Because and- Andre came into the whole thing like kind of rough with the whole family. Of course. So, so you make it up with the with the patriarch, and then you start smoothing things over. I think they'll be okay. I think that whole family is just hypocritical, and I can't stand it, and I really hate it. And they allude to a lot because I think Andre really does love Elizabeth. I think so too. Yeah, I, I think he. And I think he loves they are it. really yeah. insinuating that he's just here for the green card, and I think that's why he's so so angry. Well, and it's funny too because when you see him in Moldova, like he'd much rather be there. So I can see his frustration because it's like no. I don't have anything to do with your country. Like, right, like, <laughs> I am strictly there because my wife and right, my daughter. That right, is yeah. it. So, so you know, watching the last episode, we'll get to this. I don't want to touch on it too much, but my feelings toward Andre are still, I still don't like him, but I'm he seeing... He has been dealt... Oh, oh you're I'm gonna, seeing some reasons I think to, that you're to gonna, back off a little bit. You're going to back off even more so after what I have to tell. All right, all right that'll be interesting. Okay, so... um, 
you want to start there. You want to start with that whole thing, or can we work our way there? Because I got uh, I got Sinjin and I'm up on the board. If you have them up on the screen, I'm more than yeah. happy to start with them. I just yeah. All right, let's start there then. Right, um, did we, we get a lot of updates from their last episode? I don't feel like they were a central figure you in know the last what? one. He, they oh, are, he was out drinking. Yeah, so he's in South, Afri- South Africa. And um, he was just out drinking with his friends. Yeah. They were asking, are you happy? You've gained a lot of weight, yeah. po' boy. Like, yeah, they were, they were gunning him <laughs> on, the, on the gut he had. And, you know, and obviously some of his uh, American traits are coming out because he is now talking about 30 pounds instead of, I don't I don't know if they're stoner kilos out there. No, he said like 15 kg at one point yeah then, which is 30 yeah. pounds yeah um uh so yes so basically uh tanya is just hanging out with his family going shopping and stuff like that while he's going out with the friends and kind of just having his own good time and yeah yeah not a lot moved in the episode i don't think we need to spend a ton of time on them i think it's really going to get popping in the next one coming up here we see her crying we see them arguing at the dinner table him yeah. saying if it's going to be like this i don't want it mm-hmm. um so basically, um, I don't see how he makes it back to America. And if he does the unhappiness, he's going to be so unhappy. Yeah. So basically in the next episode, Tanya, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm reading some of the stuff off a blog called, Oh no, they didn't. Spoilers. Um, are, are we giving out spoilers? No, right it's not now? spoilers. Okay. It's just like a synopsis from the next gotcha. one. Okay. It says Tanya, whose life goal is to become a witch doctor in Connecticut. I don't think that's fair though. I think she wants to do holistic medicine. She lives in Connecticut is, is a poor, is a poor phrase. Anyways. Argues with Sinjin and cries in front of his entire family because she says Sinjin has no real career direction, which I believe is true. She ain't lying. Um, you know what? So. Oh, that's why the point of the witch doctor thing is because like what's hers, right? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. So basically they're asking, are you happy in America? And he goes, mm, eh, no. And we learned kind of like the past history that it was mainly lust when obviously we could see that. That it was mainly lust when they got together yeah, he kept in talking Australia. About sex. He mentioned yeah. like three times. He, yeah. he said that, um, what did he say? So basically, he moved her into his apartment with his friends. Right. And oh, she was there right. two yeah. months. And his friend m- making it absolutely clear that he couldn't stand her. Yeah. Like, couldn't stand her. She moved in she and started policing her own be- their behavior. She doesn't seem like the most fun person to be around. She is, I think, she, very controlling. I think she'd be a lot yeah. of fun in like controlled type setting. But like I don't think I think she's fine when she drinks. I think outside of that, she's probably not that great of a time. Yeah, he said that um he admits that in the beginning it was just a lust bubble, but the sex was super, super good and right. then he kind of fell in love. Yeah. Um but he doesn't know if he's gonna leave South Africa. Yeah, I I, I don't know if he le- I don't think I mean and says that they rushed into marriage because technically they only had 60 days in America before they got married. Yeah, because she went and did that 30 days thing in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't see how he makes it out of South Africa. And if he makes it out of South Africa, I see him becoming a tr- an absolute train wreck when they get back. I mean, he thinks she drinks a lot now. I think that's going to go off the rails. Yeah, I think that once she sees, like, at the tell-all, she's going to beat his ass. If she can, her foot's still kind of busted. She will hit him with the cast. She's crazy. But, but, but see, I don't think it's it, I don't think it's his fault. I think it's her fault for I think she pressed him on the marriage thing. I mean And the babies and, and I think he should have held his ground and said, No, I'm good. Well, it is very much Tanya's way. I do feel like that because they were supposed to move to a warmer climate, but then she was like, Well, I can't now because I broke my foot. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well like warmer climate like you're in connecticut like it snows there yeah like, well, that's, the, that's the complete opposite of a warm climate of where you want to be and he he wants that warmness because obviously he's from south africa yeah 
Yeah, so um, I think we offered him. I don't think Sinjin makes it out of South Africa. I think he. Uh, I don't think so either. All right, we're moving on. Not, oh, now, yes. now your folks. Holler at your folks. Ooh, yeah. So now we're talking about this happily ever after. We, we alluded to them earlier. Now let's get into a deep dive. Elizabeth Andre. Andre. And, uh, what's a little, uh, little Eleanor? I'm not, I'm not Eleanor. Her Ellie, no, she's she, Eleanor. She tried to, they tried um, to so obviously in this last episode, we do see that Andre is kind of back talking talking his way out of the whole drunken yeah, mess where he fought, almost fought Charlie. Um, he does admit that it is, was the alcohol talking, um, that he does feel kind of bad about it. Yeah. And that, you know, but Libby's like, you need to make it right with my parents. Yeah. Mind you, she never once corrected him. She went over there and talked to him and just let them say how it was his fault and never said another word. And she's so. like, I just, I've never seen you act like that. So enraged. I don't even know who you are. And then he was like, okay, I'll, I'll apologize to them, set up the meeting. She goes over there, shit talks with her family, and sets up the meeting. Because they're, now they're alluding to the fact, like, does he abuse you? Like, that's how I felt the conversation was steered. Like, yeah. does he do that when you guys argue? Does he do that when you ask him questions? I mean, you, you can't be mad at them for asking that question, though. I mean, everyone was, was Everybody was, was drunk, though. Yeah, but they had never seen him act like that. I don't, I don't think that was... And so, um, when they meet... So Andre, Chuck and Charlie all meet and Andre does apologize to him. Right. He does yeah. say he's sorry that it was the alcohol. Um, but he also I like the part where they, well, he walked up. He's like, y'all want to do nuts? And they were just like, nah, bro. No, Keep your hands no, here. So I was dying. <laughs> well, no, he was like, we'll see how this conversation right. goes. I was like, okay. And <laughs> awkward. Um, right. And so he apologizes and, but he's like, Hey, you guys also owe me an apology. And then, Chuck, Libby's dad, is like, I knew you weren't going to take responsibility for anything. Yeah. But it was like, they do owe him an apology. Like, they they yeah. went after him. I don't know so much that Chuck owed him an apology. Because no. I don't remember Chuck saying a lot of, like... He crossed the, he crossed the line by asking so many questions. I, I think where Chuck was wrong is he didn't control his son. I agree. And he, he should have been like, all right, Charlie, that's enough, man. We, we asked the question. He ain't got to answer. Let's move on. But Charlie... Definitely owed him an apology. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he did square up. Yeah, he 100% owed him, but they were both wrong in that situation. I didn't like how they ganged up on him. I will give Andre his credit. I was talking mad stuff last week about Andre, and I haven't shifted that much off of that. But I will say it could have gotten popping again, but he chose to keep it cool. Now, granted, he's got, you know, 20 grand on the line for the wedding or whatever they're going to pay for it. Um, so he has a little bit more of an incentive to keep it, to keep it peaceful. But they were kind of pushing him there where he could have been like, Yo, I saw him a couple times kind of go. All, all right. right. Like, yeah, no, he was, know, he was trying he was to bite like, his tongue. Okay. He knew know. what he needed to do. And yeah. so basically um, on this blog, which I didn't even know about these things, it says that they're kind of, they're trying to allude that he has a deep, dark secret of why he moved to Ireland it from Moldova. Like Moldova. Mm-hmm. But she says it's really not fair. And he, she wishes that Andre's family used social media a little more because family Libby, which now, you know, family Chantel. <laughs> the family Libby. Yeah. Uh, family Libby has quite the uh, dark past with multiple arrest records and shady business dealings. I mean, but who though? We okay. Get, All right. Know, I'm getting into it right now. Alrighty. So, you know, it is quite unfair that they keep uh, saying that Andre has some weird intentions when in fact Chuck was faced with contempt of court for not paying $17,564 in missed child support payments. Miss child support. Yes. Who's he paying child support? I don't to? know. And then that huh. f- the Florida resident, him, 
is also being accused of running a scam through his current business, the CDC Capital Investments, LLC. According Bernie to some, Madoff? Is that who he is? I don't know. <laughs> According to some complaints um, that have been filed with the Better Business Bureau, several tenants claim that the properties that they rented through Chuck's company were in the process of foreclosure, hmm. causing them to be forced to move out with very, very little notice. Um, but he's buying cheap properties and putting people in them. And, and then some people yeah. even received letters from the landlord threatening to charge three times the normal amount of court costs if they did not vacate the premises by a certain date. Wow. Um, when the renters had tried to get information from Chuck and his son, Daniel, they were allegedly met with radio silence. Hey, why don't Andre have uh, the Internet? He should know all of this. <laughs> man. And so a lot of the Yelp reviews for his community um, are really, really negative um, that they're evil folks moved into a rental property less than six months later. They get charged with termination of lease, giving them two weeks to move, claiming the house was sold, found out the house was foreclosed on and no one bothered to tell them. Yes, yeah, crazy. Um, three of Elizabeth's siblings have been arrested on driving related charges. Driving related charges? Yes. So, um, Charlie and Jen were both booked on 2005 driving record revoked, canceled, or suspended license. Also, a former yeah. DUI charge. Yeah. And possession of cocaine. Oh, here we go. Yep. There, there's one. Um, Who had the coke? They tell you? I don't know. It doesn't oh, tell me. Yeah, that's, that's Elizabeth's sister, Becky, was also booked for driving without a license. Um, the driving stuff ain't really that big of a deal. No, but even still. But the, the cocaine one is interesting, though. Which one of y'all that are breastfeeding your child was doing coke, man? Yeah, no, absolutely. And so it's just, it's really interesting to hear Chuck say, I'm an overprotective dad. I found that it was a little strange why he'd leave such a great career and move to a foreign country. There's a lot of flat red flags there. And so well, they just dirt say, bags, no dirt bags, you know, so that man. is true. So I just yeah. thought it was really interesting that, um, that they want to be all high and mighty on Andre. When they have almost they, all been they, they have always treated him like a second class citizen. I, I will admit that. Um, um, so even on the camera, Chuck and Charlie also said that when they first arrived in Moldova, they thought it was a ghetto uh, because of where Andre's family yeah, lives. And when they that. saw their Airbnb, it could have fit in, like yeah, w- anywhere in the US. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they thought they're so they're kind of just saying that they are slightly a little bit racist. And classless. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they definitely don't have, they're, they're uncouth. They don't have a lot of, they need a trip through finishing school. You know, they're not classy for sure. Um, you know, but, but Libby doesn't strike me as classy. I mean, they, none of them, they, they, you know what they strike me as kind of like, I don't want to use, I don't know if I want to use that term on here, WT. They just strike me as a little trashy. You know, they don't strike me as like a classy they, they, family. Like the ones that like have money but really don't have money. Yeah. Like like they front. Like everything is funny. So, yeah, I don't. And so basically they ended the whole episode with them not accepting Andre's apology. No, that's not true. The dad did. No, he didn't. He said, uh, it. no, he didn't. He said um, that he isn't satisfied. And that Andre is going to have to prove him that yeah, he is sorry. Yeah, I think he said we'll see, but I th- they, they left it okay. They didn't I, leave it like we hate you, kick around. I don't know. I I agree with that. But I also don't think that they're okay by any means. Yeah, it's going to take some time. He's going to have to be, he to continue to be good. He can't. So, like, what do you think? How is he going to prove himself then? Because I said over the next few days, we'll see. He just needs to be respectful, keep his mouth shut, kind of keep his head down, man. If they, you know, let them, when they come around, 
turn it off. Okay. Just be low key, be quiet, let them do their thing. My whole thing about this is all he has to do is get to the wedding. After That's the it. wedding's paid for, he can wild out all he wants. So I would, I probably be waiting. I'd be like, <laughs> how okay. would you feel if that was like one of the girls' husbands? Oh, we we would have addressed the way he acts a long time ago. We he wouldn't have got this far with but me. But we also wouldn't have treated him that way either. No, of course not. But the minute I saw his his like, because he does chest up a lot and he's very prideful about who he is which i respect pride but you got to put in the work behind the pride now i don't see him as a dad he, he could be the best stay-at-home dad in the face of the planet no disrespect i mean their that. house always looks clean that baby's always healthy and dressed really but, well but my thing is he don't do manly stuff like i wouldn't have i wouldn't have agreed to pay for the wedding until he came to talk to me there'd been no way if, oh if I, girls I agree be like, that, hey, for sure um, my boyfriend i'd be like so you're here and he's not no go why don't you go back and tell him to come holler at me i'm not doing that like well, they both should have come together yeah it was like yeah it wouldn't even have been a thing so for me i think i think that's why i don't really that's why libby's dad was up there for my worst parent on the show because he does a lot of enabling things oh, for his absolutely. kids he's always just jumping in the she paper cries thing. and he's like i'm so sorry baby i wouldn't have paid for the wedding outright i would have been like you know what maybe we'll go have or something you know like i can't you already had a wedding here Right. Now I'm paying for another one overseas. It makes no sense. So I mean, he can afford it because he's scamming people, so it's fine. I mean, are those facts or allegedly type allegedly. things? I don't want. Yeah, we don't need to cease and desist letter. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, he's, I mean, he's, he's allegedly uh, yeah. he's allegedly scamming people. Uh, anything else on them? No. All right, Paula Carini. Oy vey. Oy vey indeed. <sighs> so so here's the thing, man. So we saw last episode. Basically, they they weren't a big piece of the episode, but long story short, Karini was in a mood. Because Karini doesn't want to talk to him. That's why they weren't. I contend she's talking to the dude, so I, I, I'm not going to leave that. Every time I see her, she, she seems suspicious to me. I don't know why. I could be wrong, but I feel like she's been doing some stuff behind his back. But she's in a bad mood. Mom's is coming over. Can y'all put mom's name in the comments? We don't know mom's name. I don't know mom's name. Wife is going to look up mom's name. In the meantime, mom's comes over. I think Karini really didn't want her to come over, but to Karini's credit, she was respectful. She said, hey, I'm in a mood. It has nothing to do with you. I just need some time. And so she starts walking off down the road. Now, here's 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 Paul's problem. Paul always wants to fix things. Mary. But, but don't. She looks like a Mary. Paul always wants to fix things, but doesn't fix the things he needs to, like job having. And it's going to be hard. You got arson on your record. More construction. Well, you, you got to do something. You know, I mean, I mean find somebody Restaurant. to pay you under the table. Yeah, like you, you got to figure something out. But he always wants to solve Karini's problems, but he's not solving what he actually needs to solve. Mm. And so that pisses her off. While I agree with that, I also think that he forces himself on her. Yeah, no, but that's what I was getting to. Like, the one thing I had to learn being married, and it's still tough to do sometimes, is to learn to let go when the other person is like... Oh, that needs space. They need to just need give her this. Because the thing is, is, she just needed a moment, man. Like, I think she might be struggling with postpartum. She's probably still tired a lot. She's probably still having all the hormones and going through that That baby's stuff. still young. And not yeah. just that. She's in a foreign country by herself in and a tin can. And they were talking about how the, the, the train rattles the whole house. So there's probably several times a day. Mm -hmm. Not sure what time. But that the, if, if a loud thing shakes your house for trains, don't go by quick. Trains no, are like no. a 10 to 12 minute thing. And not just that there's a baby that you're already not sleeping. Right. You can't go into another room like... He, like, she's away from her family all the support she has there she's got a ton of family over there oh yeah absolutely you know, there's a time difference yeah. and so i think also like we also we didn't get to see what paul did or like the interaction leading up to her locking herself in the bathroom yeah. 
So basically, she locked herself in the bathroom. He's banging on the door. Yeah. And then Paul's mom is coming over. She walks outside, like you said, says, not you. It's me. See you later. Paul's mom runs after her. Mary, <laughs> Mama Mary ran after her. I mean, I, I don't have no problem with that. She's no, trying to check on no, her. No, you know. I Paul said she wants to be left alone. Doesn't and he? She even Karini said, "I just want to be alone." How come no one respects that poor girl? I mean, I don't think the mom did anything wrong. She walked down, tried to talk to her. She said, "No, no, I really don't want to talk," and she walked away. She just—it seemed like she just was genuinely trying to check on her. I have a big deal with that, but I do have a big deal with Paul constantly being push, 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 push. You know, the one thing is when you live in a small space, as we know, because at one point we were living in a two-bedroom apartment with three kids and us so we had five of us and it, it was what 900 square feet or something wasn't that yeah big. no it wasn't big at all so that exacerbates your fights you go from like a little thing getting on your nerves to i can't get out of this house there's too many people around me i'm upset i'm angry so um i think he really has to learn to chill and the thing is is like kareen is an emotional person she she really is so you know, and you she's just, she's young. She's not a baby. Like, you gotta let it go, Paul. You gotta let it go. They don't have a chance, and well, we already know what's going on. You know, and one thing that really bothered me about their episode, mm. or their little segment, is they left baby Peary in the house by himself on man. That was the weird. bed by that himself, weird, and yeah. he's like three months, so he's like starting to roll and stuff. Yeah, he rolls over. That's lights out. And man. my thing is like, get a get a pack and play and do that. Like, uh, yeah, I thought that was weird too. I thought that was weird too. Yeah, no, not happy with that. TLC, y'all, um, y'all going to uh, yeah, well, child services or what's also, going Also, wait, on? can we talk about his run? Does he have something <laughs> in between his butt bumps? Why does he run like that? I don't know. I don't understand. He, he runs like he's trying to keep it up there, too. You know? <laughs> like he's side but he side waddles, like, right? He water runs. <laughs> like, I don't know. Keep your knees together. Keep the baby like, in. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Have you gym class in your life? How did you, how did really? you get through high school doing I mean, that? He, he exits cars, and he runs into the forest frequently enough. He should probably know how to run. We're moving on. <laughs> Oh God! Weeby, I have your smell. How do you say it in African? Devil. Uh, <laughs> Angela. Yeah, man. So Yoy. Angela and Michael. So we saw Angela Michael. meet up with Aunt Lydia again. Auntie. Um, meet up with Auntie again, and basically, what were they even talking about? Like they were uh, finalizing the wedding. Plans, yeah. So right? she's like, "Are you ex- or?" Aunt Lydia was like, are you excited, Angela? And Angela's like, I'm sad, but I'm happy. Closer. Look at him getting closer. Hello. Oh, hello. 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 That's too close, I think. You're just going to like go that way. You have to scroll the other way. It, it doesn't matter. Just That's keep right. talking. Okay. Um, and she's like, yeah, I'm sad because like no one's here from my side of the family and my mama's going to die. And like. Pretty callous about that, huh? I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not callous about that. I just like she like slips it in everywhere, you know. Which is fine. I mean, I guess if my mom was dying too, I'd probably yeah, tell everybody. It's a sad thing. Um, but she's like, my mama approves of Michael. And Michael. Mama. And whatnot. And so. Uh, so anyway, they're at the table, and oh, yes. Michael is saying some things that are a little con- contrary to what he's told her. He's basically, but what we figured out pretty quickly that dummy Angela didn't figure out uh, is that oh, oh, we have to go back. They went to pre-marriage counseling. They went to premier's counseling. Yes, and, and that, and that. No, and then she. Well, my. Uh, there's a theme in this. Um, she said she doesn't understand why she has to go to premier's counseling because we don't do that in America. Which I, it's true. It's untrue. Untrue. People go to premier's counseling. No. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know that that was. Oh, super it, significant, no, but. it is because it, it goes on later in the later in the episode with Aunt Lydia. Okay. Go on. Well, yeah. So, so basically, 
he's telling um, his auntie the things he needs to tell her to keep her bought in. So he says, yeah, you know, she, she she's going to be, you know, it'll be 50-50, but she will be more subservient and this and that. And he and, and I think he's only saying that because he knows what he needs to do to get this done. And they're crossing the finish line. They, they've already said they'll help pay for it. I mean, they got everything in the bag. And then this hothead woman goes off because she's like, well, you you live in two lives now, Michael. You you can't be two places oh, at once. So either you're bull with with your auntie or with me. Yeah, you, you're BSing somebody. Because, yeah, because they said in the pre-marriage counseling that the woman needs to be submissive. Oh yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did say it. They and said in our yeah, culture, the woman needs is to submit to the subservient. Yeah. And then she goes, but that doesn't fly in the U.S. Like, luckily, we'll be living in America, so we don't have to worry about that. And that's what sets off Michael and Aunt Lydia, because then she's like, no, a part of Nigerian culture is that the woman or the man is taken care of. The woman is submissive. That's how we do things. And then Michael, and all she has to do is say okay. And Michael's like. That's it. Yeah, like she will be. Don't worry. And then Angela goes and takes a piss and comes back, and which is so ladylike. Sorry, I described it that way, but like she had to pee, and um, and so then she hears Michael saying the same thing, and that's when she like really freaks out, right? And now she's screaming at Michael in front of Aunt Lydia, and how's Lydia taking it? She's like, Yeah, no, she's like, I'm out. This ain't working. <sighs> and, and the thing is, is like. All she had to do was let it be. I do think Michael isn't the best communicator because he probably should have told her, hey, look, you know, I got to say what I got to say to get this done. So just roll with it. But but Angela she can't has take no control, clues. man. She has she's so lacking on any time. And it's been tough, too, because, you know, I don't know if you've seen I did some posts on the Instagram and a lot of people have weighed in on Angela. There's been like five, four or five comments about Angela specifically and how people like they, I respect her and all these things. And like you say, she takes care of her family and she does, but that it, doesn't it, mean that it, she it, doesn't it, need it, counsel. And like I said, that's a low bar for me. Taking care of your family is great, but di- disparaging other cultures because you don't understand them and you're not a part of them and openly disrespecting the person you're supposed to love on numerous occasions. doesn't make you a good person. I'm sorry. And uh, I can't wait till they break up because, oh. <laughs> because the other thing is even if, Let's say he gets here and he tries to flip his personality, right? Like he gets here and all of a sudden he's like, I'm here now. I don't think she's the one to do that with. No, she can't. She's mm-hmm. not going to take it quietly. She will like run up on it. Oh, she will. Oh, for yeah. sure. She will be calling like, the she's cops. She's the type that will go to jail over it. She ain't. She ain't. She ain't. She's going to get so, him so shot. So even if it works out and he makes it to the U.S., like even if that's his end goal, he don't want to change up on her. She ain't the one, man. No. And mm. so then Aunt Lydia obviously goes, I don't think I can support this marriage after seeing this. Like, I want you to know it's that serious. And, of course, Angela's like, wow. I know. And well, then, we're done. We're done. Yeah, she's like, that. I'm done. I'm done. And, and so Michael she, needs to G up, man. She, G oh, up, and even, even Auntie was like, yo, I thought you were going to, like, stand on your own two feet. Like, what yes, happened, bro? Yeah, he, she sure did. It was like, nah, but he does. He has to say, there's only so many times you can tell somebody you're going to go until you, you finally got to say, all right, we'll all right, go. All right, we're done. That's Just it. Kick the rocks then. Hop on the plane, man. What? Because th- let's face it. These are the real facts. All right? I want you to hear me, America. Angela has no prospects. So every time that she threw that in my face, I, I would be so tempted to say, and do what? Who's checking for you out there? Ain't nobody checking What's the market for looking like for a loud, overweight, smoke-ridden, 60-year-old white lady? Can we what, talk about her, her bra purse? 
Oh, with the two, she had the two packs of cigarettes and her cell phone. She's so trashy. And she's like screaming. All like, she's missing is like a kiddie pool with natty light in it, man. Yeah, I'm I telling you, that's pool. it. That's all she's missing. Um, yeah, no, she just, it, it, it's really astounding to me that she keeps, and I, I said this last episode, she is looking for a reason to end the relationship. And that is okay. Like, I think you she, think so? yes. Because hmm. every five seconds she's saying, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Like, I think that's just her unbelievable insecurity. Yes, but I think she also knows there's some some truth to that, like that she is very insecure that he's going to leave her because they can't have a baby. That is a very real possibility. Well, they told her in one of the episodes before. Okay, so if if you can't have one, we may have to find another woman that can. And she's like, "Nope, uh, uh-uh. uh, ain't nobody gonna have me, Michael's baby." But, but that's the thing, like she don't really care about his happiness. No, she doesn't. She doesn't, she doesn't give it. She just wants to be married. Yeah, she's uh, to a black guy. She's the worst. Then yeah. I, I can't. I, we could spend this whole episode talking about why I think she's awful, but um, I'm just gonna leave it at she's awful. So, um, apparently in the next episode, uh, Angela tells Michael to pack his stuff and GFTO. Hope GTFO. Sorry, I, my bad. I, 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 I sincerely hope he does it. I hope he gets his stuff and he says, "All right, well, it's been real," and he's done. Like, thank you for this time. Go I, find you and I love my Trump boxers and. Uh, Go find your Nigerian woman that can actually give you a child that you so desperately want because that's what he truly wants. Of course. And be happy, man. Well, my thing is, is like one thing that she really bothered me when she said, um, if you really love me, it wouldn't matter if I could give you a baby. And yeah. that for me was so manipulative because he does love her. But unfortunately, having a baby he's is important. Love her. She's 60 and he's willing to be with her and she's not attractive. No. And she's like, not a Holly Berry 60. No. And so like you can't See. like... Kirby's that's 16. his aspirations he wants to be a father like she's a mother why can't he be a father right, because it's not important if he's happy or not somebody uh in uh actually the homie relly scanelli shouts to relly he uh, i haven't heard that name in such a long time yeah he was like i think she wants him to come here so she can be a slave and i was like maybe not in the in the, in the 1600s no but like word, but i'm like i don't mm-hmm. think you're also you're not wrong off. right 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 so that was help funny. him with all those goddamn grandbabies God, and then he hasn't even dealt with that yet. No, oh, God. God, he's gonna be—it's gonna be a mess. And I, I can't. sincerely hope somebody talks to Cincinnati. Please, no, we need to start a GoFundMe to keep him there. Like, we'll send you the money, just don't come. Yeah, no, don't, <laughs> don't come, don't come. All right, I'll last let you get one a job from the Happily Ever After crew. Kaylee, last one, Kaylee, Kilani from Happily Ever After. Yeah, no, not from the whole shows, but from that series. Yeah, Happily Ever After. No, we also have Colt and Larissa. Oh, I don't think I pulled them up. So there may not be a picture of them. That's fine. I'll, I'll do that as you as you talk. Alrighty. So Kaylani and Asuelu. Um obviously What would their combined name be? Kesuelu? No? Did I just ruin you there? Sorry. Aslani? Aslani, I like that. Alright, go on. Uh sorry, I was like trying to like mash their like wor- their names together. Um Alrighty. So a uh, week prior, his mom was like, send me a thousand dollars. And he was like, you get five. <laughs> he was trying to give a hundred. <laughs> he's saying $5. All right. So, um, so Asuelu goes to meet with his mom and his sister. And he brings all the gifts. Right. And they, as soon as he sits down after she he gives gifts. And everybody's like, oh, thank you, Asuelu. We love you. We love you. Gifts, gifts. <laughs> Why you do it? Why you do it just in a way that's that? Thank you, Asuelu. Because that's what happened. I know. I just laugh because you got the, the, I got it down. the tone right. Yeah. Um, but 
as soon as as soon as those are passed out after christmas is done and all the wrapping paper is everywhere they Hmm. get down to business and they're like so what happened what happened to my 800 dollars that you owe me is that what she said no but like essentially basically um and they just start going in they start saying you know are you still mad at us like why girl, like why couldn't you give us money they go on to say some really insulting things like he g'd up though if the, if there was a like a most improved person on this show it would go to asuelu because asuelu he straight g'd up. oh he absolutely he, he was like, did they started going on his wife and it, about his lifestyle and he quietly stood up he didn't cause a scene he didn't freak out he's like i'm out <laughs> Gave everybody little hugs and then he jetted out the door. He didn't even make a thing of so it. So his family basically said that Kehlani manipulates him into giving his hard-earned money to her and not to his family. Yeah. And he's like, "No, her money's my money. My money's her yeah, money." Yeah, he g'd up, man. He's like, been a g'd whole time. This is a marriage, and they're like, "Well, she's American, so she should be able to afford to like feed us." You know, like we're your family first. Yeah. She's just someone who married in, like. Yeah. You know, well, and, and, you know, she's not. She's just a baby making machine. She doesn't matter. We just care about money. Well, see, I try to, I try to always remember where people's mind frames come from, and and that's how their society is, though. And like, while I think they're wrong for seeing Asuelu as a dollar sign, that is, the, that's their culture. Like their cultures, but the same way we talk about Michael's culture and you know the submissiveness of the women there. Like these are cultural things that have been instilled within them. So I think it's just really difficult for them to understand. What's going on? But the problem is they're not trying to. And you know, they're not I, making an effort I, to like. I think to for get me, it. what takes it a step further is now they're being really disrespectful to Kalani. Yeah. And they're they, they they're like doing her. that on purpose because they they're basically like saying if you didn't have a baby with her, you wouldn't be with her, and you'd be a good Samoan son. Well, I mean, I think their pregnancy did kind of cement the of, relationship. Of course, you know what I mean. Um, but then the next day. Uh, Asuelu doesn't tell Kalani anything that his family said. She knows that they're upset with him and that he's upset with them, but he doesn't, he doesn't say anything to her about what was said, which I think was a really smart move. Yeah. He he said on it. That's what I'm saying. He's G'ing up this whole time. I've gotten a lot of, I think Lo would be really proud. Huh? Lo would be proud. Who? Kalani's dad. Low. The scary oh. one. Let me say flow. I'm like, what does she have to do with this conversation? Like progressive. <laughs> how are you going to yeah. work that one in? Yeah, I'm like, I don't think that fits. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I, I, he's really becoming a man in this situation, and he's not, you know, he's not allowing their influence to penetrate what he knows in his heart, and he, and he and he's 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 I've I've been impressed with him. I think of this whole series, the person I'm impressed with the most at this point is him. Yes, so we've, Cause, we've cause seen a lot of growth off, from him. Yeah, because yeah. he was cussing her out and crying, yeah. and locking himself in rooms, and now he's like he's man enough. Yeah. So basically, the next day they go to a goat farm. Which was kind of dope. I was laughing when 50. the little dude was running after it. And she kind of like, she's like, please no more chasing of the goats. Yeah, so the they, had, they had 15 goats. And I don't like goats. Goats are mean AF. I do not like them. They will eat your hair. They're garbage cans. Like, I've never met a nice goat. I so. am the goat, so you got a problem with me? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> Bars, son. Bars. All right. You, you know what? You're just mad at me because you're not watching the goat right now. Yeah, it, it, yeah, because you don't want me to be happy. Anyway, I don't. Go I on. don't. Go on. Um, so Kehlani, the kids, Asuelu meet with his mom. I don't remember her name. Mother Asuelu. Mama Lou. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, once again, they're talking about money as soon as as soon as soon they get there. As soon as they pull up. Hey, where the money at? <laughs> and so they're trying to explain to her that they can't give her any money. And she's like, well, if he was a good Samoan man, 
he'd make enough for everybody. And that's a, that's a really bogus thing to say, too. Like, you want him cartelling it out? Is he supposed to sell drugs? Like, how do you expect him to do he that? He works at a yogurt right. shop with <laughs> samples. I'm angry. Uh, clearly, clearly. Angry. I can see that. Um, and, you know, he said that Asuelu was saying that in Samoa, you can grow a lot of your own food and stuff like that. So it's a lot cheaper to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they live in Cleveland Huts. I don't think they have internet. I, I could be wrong. That's a conversation for another day. Anyways. Probably. Um, Possibly. He says that if she if he gives Mama Swelu his money, how is he supposed to keep his kids alive? Yeah, you know what else is good too. Like th- him crying this time was appropriate and well timed. He went he, hardcore. Like my kids will die. Yeah, well, but, but it fit that situation. Oh, you know, sure. like he, he's cried in the past where I'm like, son, you got to stop crying. <laughs> but this situation, you know, and I can tell the exasperation he had gone through. He's like, I'm sick of this conversation. I've given you what I have, but but I contend he should have left that same night. The, the night they started off. Oh, with I wouldn't. That. I don't know that I could meet with him again. I'd be done. That's yeah, it. that's what I'm saying. Like, I, we'll that, enjoy that time been here. It. But when she got up from the table, pounded her fist. I'd be like, I bet. We're gonna go to Forks, Washington, or I think it's in Oregon. We're gonna go see the Twilight stuff and be done. A lot of lot of weird stuff coming out from. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. But uh, Mama Swelu says. Don't cry, my son, but still give me <laughs> but money. I need that money. She has not moved off of that money. <laughs> and Kaylani's face was like this the whole time. Like at the camera, she was having real gym <laughs> she moments. Didn't know what to she do. was like, Yeah, she was. She didn't know what to do. And in one of her cutaways, she goes, This bitch is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kaylani. Like, She'd be like, fun to drink with. Oh, yeah, I think she'd be a fun... Fu- and so is Asuelu. I love all his TikToks. So, I think he does Savage better than Meg the Stallion does. So so to wrap up the episode, you see the sister, like, trying to charge at Kaylani. Yes. I, 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 don't, oh. I don't think... I, I'm not feeling like Kaylani is the one you want to do that to. I, Yo. She, she looks like she might have a mean left hand. I don't know. I think you might want to leave that alone. She, she she's, not, she's not timid, and she's not shy. She's reserved. And... She does not With play. Kaylani? Yes. I don't see her as reserved, but. Well, I think she's like really even killed, I guess. Yeah. You know, and so I don't, when it comes to her husband and her kids, she is not like the one to test. Like, I think she'll go to pound town. No? Too sexual? <laughs> I don't know. That that Fine. Bit. She will ground and pound. That's better than going to pound. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yeah. Okay, fine. It's not anything gross, but like I think that she'd be holding his sister by the hair and smashing oh, yeah, her face no, in the curb. She would give her the business. That's not even a question. That I, I'm two surprised piece she had the, uh, Okay. That was better? Right. <laughs> than Pound Town? I'm trying to make up for Pound Town. I don't know what to do now. I need you to stop with the references. Okay. All right. I like two piece uh, and a biscuit. But, but no, she would have served her up for real. Yeah, she would have she done some work. Yeah, um, which is... Yeah, and so... And did you see like the uh, the cutaway for the next episode? She's like, I would have dropped her. She's telling us... Way like, and she's like, in his face like, yeah. don't test me because I will beat the brakes off of her. I want to know what was said that had her do that. I don't know, because she ran up on I, her I quick. I bet Kalani said something like, well, I bet she oh, said well, something. Oh, well, because you know that sister is very slick and it's like, that's not my business. And she's like, bitch, that's my fucking... I was really good. I was yeah, really good. Yeah, you, you were. Um, <laughs> bish... That is my effing husband, and you ain't gonna talk to him or me like that. Like I yeah, the sister is is by far the worst of, of the family. And she's um, like, I send money back. I don't think that you do. Well, and he said, yeah, but you've also been in the country for a lot longer yeah. than I have. Like mm-hmm. I just got here, man. Can I get twenty minutes to get my life Dang. together? So <sighs> shout out Swayla. He's my MVP, most uh, or M, most improved person. MIP. Mip. 
Yes, my mip. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> All right, man. Last but not least, I gotta put them on the screen since you forgot to tell me. Oh about man, them. how far? Oh, we are fifty nine minutes into this episode, man. We still got a whole other show to cover. So good. We're gonna roll through them because I think some of them do require as much conversation. So we should we should be able to roll through them a little yeah, quick. We, we still got. Uh, Larissa, Larissa, and Coty, Coty, Larissa, oh, and Mama Debbie, Mama Deb, Mama Colt. So, what happened with them last episode? Was it really anything Ooh, we're talking about? With them? Let's see. Um, we'll start with uh, Colt. That's you, bro. That's not me. Yes, it is. I don't think that's me. All right, doesn't matter. Keep going. It's you. All right, well, keep going. Okay. I just don't want it to pick up. Just keep going. Man. It's all <laughs> Sorry. Good. All right. So Cole is still in Brazil, and uh, she tells the he tells the cameras that just showed up uh, shouting in Portuguese at three a.m. with the guy. Unfortunately, the guy was security, so it wasn't actually was like security. Yeah, he brought her back to her room. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, so it wasn't like so he wasn't, she wasn't getting in. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't going to pound town uh, with the ex. She only said that to make him angry, which I get. Not okay, but I get. Um, and so he, the thing that he does, he likes to gaslight, and he likes to flip the script. Are you okay? It's not me, fam. It is you. So there's something playing in the background right now. Then where is it? Is I got nothing but pictures open. How can it be me? I t- it, it was my phone. It wasn't my computer. So I'd be, be trying to tell him. Oh man. my god! There's a hundred notifications on Instagram. You might want to check that. That's alarming. Check it while we talk. Anyways, um, it's probably just a chat. Probably. Okay. So, what was I saying? Oh, oh, he gaslights. Yeah, gaslights. He gaslights. So he goes in the morning and he was like, "Man, you acted just like the Ritza. You left like." You were going really nuts. You threw shoes at me. Like, I can't believe that you have a temper like that. And, like, I just... I, oh, I'll never like, apologizing for lying never, to her continually. Never. And yeah. it's never like... It's never like, hey, I lied about this. And I can see why you were super upset. I don't like how you acted. But how I acted wasn't okay either. It wasn't like, hey, we both did wrong things. But she kind of saw through it very quickly. Um, did she though? Because well, she didn't she, apologize. And, and I mean, like, she did apologize to him, but she yes. never asked for an apology. She never made him explain himself. She never did anything. No, no, not that we she saw. She was just like, okay. And like, so she says that she was out of control, but she was so angry, and uh, you know, normally that's not her. And so they agree um, that he needs to man up and not let uh, Mama Debbie like impose on their relationship anymore, and that he needs to kind of like separate from that. And he says he hasn't told her anything about the fight. Um, and they decide to make up. Yeah, I don't Cole think this asks, requires a lot of additional. No. You know, like. Asks Jess to come to the airport. Yeah, I mean, it's. They're not going to go anywhere. I mean, eventually oh. they're going to get together. They're going to move in together. Debbie's going to cause a problem. I think eventually they get through it. I, th- I do think they end up together. I do. Uh, Debbie's face was very upset, though, when she saw them walking together. Like into the lobby to get in the car, yeah. and she's like, "We need to talk about last night in the van." Oh, now that part was yes. worth discussing, yeah. Because out of nowhere, she says that they're riding along peacefully and quietly, and Debbie's like, 
And, and, and props to Jess. She was just kind of like, I don't want to talk about Vanessa. I don't want to talk to you. I'm good. She she wasn't really having much of it. Um, cause so Jess w- says, "Hey, like I'm upset because he lied." And Debbie's like, "No, he didn't." Jess was like, "Yeah, he did." Like, you're not going to tell me that he wasn't. And then she's like, well, you called me a bitch. And she's like, I didn't call you a bitch. I called Vanessa one. And I'm going to say it again. (laughs) (laughs) She was very clear. Very, very clear. Um, And then Colt says maybe she can meet Vanessa when she comes to Vegas. But Jess was like, nah, bruh. Like, if I see her, two piece can a biscuit. Yeah, she (laughs) was. Let it go, man. (laughs) Got to give up on it. Um Yeah, she was very quick to say she don't, and I don't blame her, man. Like, no, no, because know. he lied continually. Debbie lied and then was like, oopsie. Like, you didn't know what happened. What? <laughs> like, she did you it on purpose. You animated tonight, man. You animated tonight. I had coffee. Um, yeah, so. Um, and that's that. They He didn't propose, but he did invite her to come to Las Vegas to meet all his cats. So she'll go to Las Vegas. They'll have some fights there because Debbie ain't. The biggest problem in their relationship is going to be Debbie. Debbie. I think they actually are okay. I mean, if he can stop lying and being trash, but he probably won't. Um, uh, now, moving on to uh, Larissa and Eriki. Yeah. Larissa's case is now done. She's uh-huh. completed everything she needs to complete. She's good to go. She's no longer... Um, she got like down so, to like, yeah, misdemeanor or something like that. We can fast forward through that one. Basically, um, the next episode, she's gonna ask dude to buy her some titties, and, and I don't think he for wants 14, to. Yeah. Ow. Which, which, listen, you racks. gotta stop asking people to purchase plastic surgery for you. Start stripping. Pay start for it doing yourself. Porn, only fans. Uh, only fans. Whatever you gotta do, but pay for it yourself, man. I think she could really find some some happiness if she stops relying on men to do things oh yeah no her. and do She's it herself i think she i still out, go man. back to hey you need counseling and mm-hmm. i think that'll make you feel better because she's already had plastic surgery once she gets fillers and stuff and she's still not happy mm-hmm. so for me that means like hey there's something mentally wrong that you need to fix and that's okay but you're taking yourself care of yourself physically but not mentally right and that's yeah. not a healthy balance yeah so I mean I don't really do you have more. No, I don't, that's it. I don't that's really, all. They're kind of open shut. I think I don't think they end up working. And I, look, I blocked my face for half of this. Didn't even realize it. That's funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I, I just you know they're not gonna work out if she can't figure out how to like rein it in a bit. So going to the uh the other way now. So we got Aye, we boy. got the homie um. Brittany, who is an Azan. Yeah, she's she's doing the right things, man. I think no, Brittany, she is not. What you mean? No, she is not. How is she doing the right things? How is she? Because she's dressing the part now. She's, you know, she's trying to learn their customs. She went to oh, church with them. We, we included Devin and Jihoon on the other one, like briefly, but it's fine. Go ahead. Um, so who we're talking about? We're talking about Brittany and Yasmin. Anyway, so yeah, so I think she's doing the right thing. She's learned about the culture. She dressed up the right way when she went to talk to the parents. They got the uncle on their side. They sat down with him, and now they're willing to give them enough time to let the dad come out. So I think, you know, yeah, I think no, they absolutely. Up up. The, the, the marriage thing, I'm still waiting for her to dissolve that and deal with that. That's going to be the problem. Yeah, so Unc decided, hey, like, he talked to the family saying, hey, like, you don't want them to get divorced. Because yeah, they don't know each other. Game on them. Yeah, I mean, and, and then they're like, that anyway. they're like, oh, you're kind of smart. Yeah. Like, duh. But I agree with you. Her still being a married woman is such yeah, a big deal. That's, that's, that's not, that's and not you think they them. don't like her now? Ooh. They, they were calling her like uh, they prostituta. Were, you're, they're going to think your wife's a prostitute. Yeah, they really going to think it that. She, she says, oh, by the way, I was married. So, 
Um, not not a ton of report for them. The last episode either. I, they got the extension, so she got about a month to get kind of get more uh, solidified within Islam, and then dad'll be out in a month. So you know, maybe he can bring the divorce papers with him. Yeah, I I, I think that's gonna be their problem. I think uh, I think they work through it. Though. I believe in them. Of all the couples right now, so I ask you this question right now: Of all the couples, who do you believe in the most right now? Who do I from, believe from both shows? Um, I believe in uh, Jihoon and Devin. Ugh. And I, I believe in Kenneth and Armando. Yeah, I was gonna say, mine is Brittany and uh, Yasin, and then and then. Uh, so let's get into Kenneth and Armando. But uh, why why David and them? I, you know what? I because she loves him clearly. He Whoa. loves her clearly. He is very very new to parent. We're gonna get one to talk about this. Love He's very new to parenting. All right. Okay. Um, Kenneth and Armando celebrate their engagement engagement with family and friends. So they yeah. are at dinner. They're having a good time, and then Mister Old. Silver Fox says, hey, when we go meet your family in a couple weeks, you going to tell them that you engaged? And he was like, (laughs) yeah, he got to stop pushing them for that, man. I mean, their family isn't going to have as big of an impact on their relationship as his. I don't think so. So it's kind of like, I mean, it's not like he's hiding him either. So I don't know because he's going there to meet them. I think for me, like, I I don't think it's wise to tell them that they're engaged at that point. I think. Reason being is because they're about to take Hannah, right? Yeah. And his family has never lived without that little girl. And so you're putting so much on top of them yeah. that they're going to explode. I mean, I don't even know if it's going to be an explosion. There's going to be a lot of crying and awkwardness. Because they don't seem like they'll be violent or they'll be crazy. Not violent. Like, his mom seems pretty think, well controlled. Think, his sister. But his dad, we don't know how that's going to be. But them old Hispanic dudes, they don't really do the wild. And they just kind of, like, quietly. And I don't know. I think slurs might be thrown. That could be the case. But I mean, and that's hard. To, but that's hard to come back from. Yeah, I don't know. I um, think Armando's tough. I think Kenneth is tough. I think there's a child coming down the stairs. Um, I think that. Uh, I think that they'll be okay. The, the The biggest thing that they're gonna have to overcome is being together in public. What do you mean, Mama? Because as we already saw, you know, they're trying to. They're trying to like have dinner and uh they're trying to have dinner and they really can't you know because dudes call them out somebody called them out their name when they were going to leave and, and so he cries because he touched yeah. he touched kenneth's I'll arm give you a hug, but you gotta go lay down, okay? Come on. Go, potty, kid. go on you're not on camera get out of here so yeah i think that's the biggest thing that they're gonna have to work through is like other, oh well, and that's my thing is like about the slurs. Like you see how Kenneth reacts when someone calls him that when he's out in public, who is no relation to him. Well, Kenneth would seem like he was like, yeah. but but Armando well, was like he was he was really upset. He was really upset. So it, yeah. my thing is like if his family goes like that, can you imagine how he's going to react? Yeah, I mean, we have to get over. The thing is, it's just words. You're gonna have to just get over it. I don't know because in Mexico, it's. it's I, I agree that now, they are they just start towards, getting physically assaultive. That's I a think that's story, I think that's his real main like concern is that if they're out and they're with Hannah and then someone pops off and says something like I do think they should probably keep the PDA to a minimum when they out. I agree. I, I, I agree. Just, I know it's unfortunate, but it's the reality of the situation. And it's in. sad, but you know you love each other, and that's that. You guys sleep in the same bed. Yeah, like, I, this is one of my my is. couples to make it. I think the two couples I think will make it: Brittany and Yazan, and these two. And, I mean, can we just admire how happy like Armando is? Oh, he was like beaming. he's oh he's just like radiating. He's beaming, yeah, Willie beaming. All right, let's move on. What Willie Beeman? All the stuff you said tonight that was 
Thank you, mamacita. <laughs> Pound down and whatnot, and you, you nah. judging me for Willie Beeman? All right, so um, getting into uh, Biniam and uh, Ariella. Benny. Benny, is that what they call him? That's what she called him. Yeah. Um, so you better I have undies on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. Love you. Love you, kiddo. So um, I do think that they're going to be in a world of hurt. I, I think there, I think there are storms on the horizon in this relationship. You know, reason being is that. His job ain't gonna continue to work while she's pregnant and having the baby. Oh, because he's bongoing on because he's bongoing booty cheeks. What? And he's out late nights. Eventually, that's gonna get old. He's out late nights. He ain't helping with the baby in the morning. He ain't getting up for nothing. No. You know. But also, so I think one of the reasons it's all it's gonna be an issue is because Biniam is Christian. Right. Oh yeah, that was and a huge thing like that episode. That was actually a big focus of the episode. Ariella is Jewish. is Jewish. And basically, she was she was going to be okay with the child being baptized, the little boy being baptized as Christian, because um, she also comes from her parents who have different uh, religious beliefs as well. Her mom is Catholic. Her dad is Jewish. Therefore, she is Jewish. Um, she doesn't believe in hell. She thinks it's a weird thing. She doesn't like it. It's very scary. But they went into the church, and basically the priest or... Pastor. You must suckle a Christian breast. Uh, yeah. So the child cannot be baptized if the mother is not baptized because the baby needs to suckle from a teat. A Christian, Christian. Teat. I wanted him to be like, hey, we need a Christian titty. Yeah. <laughs> I was just hoping he was going to say that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that is very, very weird. And obviously she's not really willing. She it doesn't, it titty. doesn't look. Her titty is of the Jewish faith. <laughs> what? Jew tit. Jew it. That sounds like Hewitt. All right, moving on. Anyways, um, if she isn't willing to convert, they can't baptize her child. She is she looks really shocked, but isn't really wanting to sacrifice that for the relationship because she's already sacrificing so much. And um he was like, This is important to me. And then he also met with his family too. And his family's like, Yo, bro, you've done this once, you're about to do this twice. Well, I think my thing about it is Who's going to make the sacrifice? Because one of them has to make the sacrifice. Either the baby is not going to be baptized as a Christian or she's going to have to basically renounce her faith. And I think it's a lot to ask a person to renounce their faith. I also After feel already like, moving across the country, uh, across the world. I also feel like this should not be the issue it is. And I feel bad for them. You know what I mean? Like, you should, <laughs> there should be some kind of pass given. Like, you know, this is a special circumstance where, like, she should be able to talk to a rabbi in her church and say, Hey, I got this issue. Okay, I love this man. I want to do what I need to do for him. I don't want to renounce my faith, but I have to do this. How do we find a better? Because you shouldn't have to like it. Shouldn't be a renouncing of your faith if you're doing something like this for somebody you love. You know what I mean? I, I like, mean, I, I understand what you're saying. Because how many different gods are there? Is there a Jewish god? Is there a Orthodox Christian god? Is there a Lutheran god? Like how many? There's a, there's <laughs> a ton of them. I, I mean, mean uh, for me, I just feel like. He is basically, for me, I feel like he's saying you have to do this because it's important to me. No, he didn't say that. He he told her it was important to him, but he didn't he didn't make it seem like she had to do it. Not to me. For me, it it. felt like he was very much like, I'm not going to I'm not going to budge on this. And you're you're like, where did you you have to do that? What did he say that made you? I didn't get that. that That's just the vibe I got. Oh, because he sounded like he was just like, it's very important to me. He was open to her about it, but it didn't seem like he was like, you have to do this or else. He was just like, yeah, this means a lot to me. 
well i think also because he's getting a little pressure from his family because he was like that the, the child will be raised with my customs my faith like will be raised under me because his first child got put back to the states because they broke up right and so they're saying they're saying you know what What's going to happen if, if she leaves? Whose fault is it? Because it wasn't just you who went through it last time. It was all of us. And if she does it, whose fault is it? Like, it's his fault, right? Well, that's another more reason why he might need to find a compromise. Oh, that's my thing. Yeah, it's like, because he has, like, like, he has much more to lose. And she's already made a huge sacrifice. I don't think it's fair to keep asking her to sacrifice. She went from a comfortable, actually, above comfortable. They were, her family's well off. I mean, they she are. went from like, a nice life to third world Ethiopia. So like exactly. And there's no disrespect to any Ethiopian folks in May cities. It just is what it is. They so. just live. It's, they live very, very different lives. And she has sacrificed so much to be with the man that she loves. And he isn't willing to sacrifice. So who that. budges? He needs to. You think he does it? No. You think she budges? You think she nope. gives up her faith? I, I do not. I do not. So I they just end up I in some kind of weird limbo? I think she's going to go back to the States. I don't I, see her going back to the ultimately, States. Ultimately, I think that she's going to go back to the States. I see her. If she does, it won't be soon. It'll be after like a year or two. I can't see her doing it. I can it. see after baby's born. She'll go, yeah. She's going to go back I to the States. I can't see her doing it like now. Like she's going to give him a lot of chances. Do they even have anything in this episode? Because I ain't trying to waste time. If no. They didn't. Tim and Melissa? No. No, no, no. Well, they weren't in the last episode, no. right? Goodbye, Tim and Melissa. Adios. What did we get new from Jenny and Samit? Oh, my we get anything gosh. New here? They painted a wall, and it was terrible. They painted um, a wall like bloody stool brown. Yo, but we did learn that there they have a base white, and they have to mix their own colors <laughs> with their hands. They did. A little bit, yeah. That's cool. Um, Basically, they, they're going to meet with his family at their house, and that's that. And she's just like, oh, I don't know about that. She's so scared. And I um, saw them in action, and uh, <laughs> yeah, well, she's scared that they're going to kidnap him again, which I feel like is a very healthy fear because that already happened. I just feel like she should have bossed up the first time. Like, yeah, y'all need to chill and stood up. I feel like she was cowering in a corner the last time they came. She's over. in a foreign country and they could call the police on her and have her arrested. I would be cowering in the corner, too. Uh, I don't know. And adultery is like very. I'm going to be in Indian jail. <laughs> I don't know. Adultery <laughs> is like kind of serious over there. So I don't know, man. But I feel like sometimes you got to like, you know, when Brittany walked out on the family over at Yazan's spot. Yeah, that's because mama was like. But but my point is she stood up and was like, I'm not going for this. Mama She's not going to sit up here and yell in my face. I'm out. Yeah. Like sometimes I do feel like you have to stand up for yourself, period. Like walking away is still like a, a show of like, you're not going to make me feel like this. You know, so sure. I, I think Jenny needs to G up a little bit more, especially now that they're trying to come to a resolution. She's like, I don't, I don't want to be there for that. You need to be there for the conversation. You need to speak up for yourself. You need to defend your love. Right. One thing we talked about that I really want to touch on with this real quick is that these two really do love each other, though. Like, there's really no incentive for either no, one of them. Oh, absolutely. This. You know what I mean? Like, and it is like, because he ended his marriage. He's going against his parents. He's going against his friends to be with and this woman. it's not woman. like he's looking to get to the U.S. It's not mm-hmm. like he's looking to have a baby with her. It's not no. like there's not a lot of like, you know, there's not a lot of uh, uh, incentive for either one of them to go through what they're going through. So um, what do you think going forward? Do you think the how do you think the conversation goes with the parents? I think it's going to go OK. You think they finally let it go? and let I him, think so. I think so, too. Does the that kids, mean they get kicked off the show because they're not interested no, anymore? No, <laughs> they're still gonna have a lot of trials and tribulations. She's a six-year-old white woman with a thirty-year-old Indian guy in India. There's gonna be issues. I mean, but she's made it over there for a while already. Yeah, they just haven't focused on that side of things, and I honestly don't think she leaves the house. I wouldn't. Neither. All right. Oh. Last but not least, Megan <sighs> Fox knock off right there, and uh, 
She looks very Megan Foxish in that picture. Okay. Alrighty. So we left them off. Dun, dun, dun. They left off. What? Drusilla was running into the street. <laughs> Jihoon sprinted quickly. <laughs> and Devin was like, you piece of sh- Go get my kid. Because we were all he, watching he, her. He turned around and stopped and said, don't yell at me. Yeah. And then let her continue running the street. And then she was saved. She uh, like. Uh, and uh, it looks like a K-pop, man. He does. He's very pretty. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, do you think that it was all Jihoon's fault? Let's start off with this. Was it just Jihoon's fault that Drusilla ran off into the street Absolutely at night? Not. Absolutely not. Thank no. you. There were three adults there. I guess she was holding his hand, but even still. Do I think he has he's culpable? Yes. Do I think he shouldn't have stopped and been like, don't yell at me. That, that no. was dumb. That was that, dumb. That was safe for after. But he's just learning to be a dad. The guy has had no home training. He's got no, his parents don't give him much game in the parenting situation. His mom's an apologist. His dad don't say nothing. He really doesn't have a lot of good. No. And he hasn't had a lot of time with a three or four year old or however old Drusilla is. And I I can't defend everything Jihoon's done because he's lied a lot and done some stupid stuff. I agree. But they put a lot of pressure. Everybody is putting so much pressure on Like, he's only one person. He can't make Drusilla behave better. She's been bad since the day she was born. You know what? Yeah, and that is is parenting from Devin and and Mama Devin. Um, I think her name's Alicia, so I know that one. But they all jump on him all the time. They're always jumping on him. Absolutely. He blinks wrong and like, you should have done that because of your daughter. Your blink wasn't right. And, And so I think that they're all culpable there. He did sprint after her um, as fast as he could. And we all saw that. Devin was screaming at him. Alicia's mom, or Alicia was screaming at him as well. Yeah, Alicia is catching up to her. I mean. Uh, and so I think, again, all of them are aware. And I think that Devin is being a little naive. Like, yeah. by saying, like, your father, like, you're not being a good one. Yeah, because he's an instant father. Like, his actual baby is only a few months old. And now you're bringing a four-year-old who has spent very limited time, who hasn't been... A, mar- a main caretaker you were leaving it in his hands yeah. and he's not supposed to make any mistakes yeah it could have been a really bad one and she could have gotten hit by a car but she didn't and so now it's a teachable moment and now he knows he already feels guilty he's bawling he his bawling. eyes out yeah like that's his baby cares. he's not out here just being reckless no you know? it's not like he told her hey go across the street and get something for me she just and then i go back to this our child is energetic and crazy there's Absolutely. no way she would ever run off no not like that not and, and not did, at three not back. at four and and so what happened was then alicia picked up drusilla and then screamed at jihoon and was cursing well and i don't think she it, like most and, of the time when you pick her up you get down to her level and you say you do not do you know you like oh and that would be my nothing, first nothing instinct. like that happened uh, like that would be my first thing is you don't ever run away from me yeah. like that you could have seriously gotten hurt yeah, and like that's that like you need to instill is. that fear to understand like hey that's really serious and obviously have a conversation with jihoon but everyone the everyone's senses are so heightened at that moment you're running off adrenaline and you're freaking out and so they really went harsh on him especially her mom and so Jihoon's like crying and he's like, I'm trying to be the best that I can. I'm really trying. I love you. Well, she's home. like, if you kill my grandbaby, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, like, she's like, if I have to this? scrape my baby off the ground, like, I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, you need to back off. Yeah, mom. Like, like the homie clearly, and he, and he did the right thing. He said, I want to apologize to your mom. He didn't have to do that. Because guess what? She's getting on a plane. She's going back to the U.S. He ain't had to do that. No. So, so I, I uh, Jihoon is improving to me as well. I Maybe not as quickly as Oswelu, but he he's definitely like trying to be the person they want him to be and it's not easy but he's he's making his efforts man i think you know the biggest takeaway from all these 90 day shows is like 
because they're forced into something so quick, everybody expects everybody to change and just to understand what they're supposed to do. And I it agree. just don't work like that. And my thing is, is Devin knew who he was when she married him. Yeah. He was, right. He was lying back then. One, right. He's been res- irresponsible since then. Um, and, and having three children, I think we both know that how quickly kids turn on things like, they they move so quickly they're like rats right they can they can squeeze through a quarter size hole kids can do crazy things even if you're watching them <laughs> you're comparing the kids to rats i mean is it not true though <laughs> i didn't say i'm that confident to go that i mean That's no hilarious. joke like you can literally be cooking dinner okay so one time not to get really sidetracked because it's a long podcast longer I was cooking dinner one time when Izzy was probably like, I don't know, two or three. Wait, wait for something. Hang on here. No, no, no. <laughs> I was cooking dinner. You weren't home. And I turn around. You know what she's doing? Uh, Playing in the toilet and trying to flush a whole roll of toilet paper down the, the, the toilet. Uh, yeah, I got to do that. And that, you know, that happens. Uh, yeah. Like, is it great? Would I Was I being a neglectful parent? Like, uh, but never did it again. Yeah. Like, but that's just what kids do. And, yeah. and I think that it's really unfair that he can't do anything right in their eyes. And it's makes me feel bad for him. I do think that he is going to grow and learn to be the per- the man that he needs to be for her. But I do think that she is a little harsh on him. Well, and I go back to, like, okay, the thing about having kids is you are directly responsible for what they become. You are. I mean, you granted, you can't have control over everything. But because they're yours, you have a large portion of responsibility for what they become. If they become, unless they have a mental disorder, right? Right. Which Jihoon doesn't. No. So... Watching his mom, I can clearly see where he gets a lot of his stuff from. And I don't think he's had the greatest support system in parenting. Agreed. Because they ju- she does everything for him. She does everything for him. And then when he makes mistakes, well, he's she a Korean boy. That's yeah, what they that's do. That's it. That's it. So, so I think Jihoon is having a crash course on how to be a man. And it's tough. And, and that's not to say that Devin is wrong for how, like, she, I don't think that she's wrong for how she feels about him and how she feels like he's not ready to be a father. I don't think that she's wrong in that feeling, but how she's treating I him do, and how. Why you move across the world now? I don't know. Because she got to make a better choice on that. You uh, know? It, yeah, it is. And she has acknowledged that she thinks that she's made a bad decision. Mm. But I don't agree with her mom going off like that. I don't care how upset we are. My mom would never talk to you like that because that's not okay. Yeah, no, that's fair. Ever. Like, yeah. I will say that to you, but I'll be damned if she says anything like that. Well, and, and, and see, that's what I have a big problem with a lot of these these women and how they deal with their families. Like, we, we talked about with Libby and not ever checking Chuck or Charlie. No. Or her sisters. Devin or her mom is, like, just non-existent, hasn't really checked apparently. his mom. Like, Who's ever. Mom? Libby's mom, like, does she even exist? Uh, is she alive? Like, I don't, I don't know. But... Devin's got to check her mom. Mom, no, you don't need to talk to him like that. You know, like she's got to she's also got to step up and be like, all right, because when his mom came over to try to talk when when they were talking, he was like, no, nah, you get the this. Head. He was like, no, this is between me and her. I'm begging you, please go away. So I, I, you have to control your family, too. And well, these, a lot of these people don't do a good job of controlling their families. But, but it's back to boundaries, right? Yeah. So at the beginning of our episode, we had a thing, boundaries and uh, am I the actual boundaries? Assuming the name of this uh, um, episode is nineties and boundaries. No, nineties and boundaries. No, 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 no. Do you want this two piece? No, in <laughs> the biscuit. All right, so I was gonna ask you this: Which couple do you think is in the most trouble right now? We'll wrap up on that. Oh, geez. Um. Oh, pending like pending trouble or like current trouble? Okay, which 
couple right now, based on everything going on, has the least chance of working out. I guess from the other way, from both of them, Devin and Jihoon. They have the least chance of working out. Oh, least yeah. chance of working out. Yeah, I'm saying like in the most trouble, like oh, they may oh, not make it. Oh, I think like in the most like troublesome right now. Um, oh, let's see. Let's right. see. While you do that, I am going to go Michael and Angela. I think they're two steps. Oh, obviously. Yeah, I think I think that that's about a wrap. Yeah, and I can't sure. wait. And then I can't wait for the tell-all when Michael, like, talks bad about her and tells her what a terrible person she actually is. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait either. Like, that's going to be a good time. So, is it, are you in agreement with me or are you going to go a different route here? Mm-hmm. And you got to mm-hmm. decide quickly because my stomach is telling me I got to take a poop. So. Oh, I am going Which is to go Tanya and Sinjin. Yeah, they're in some big trouble. They, they're in some. They, they they actually might be in more trouble than Michael and them because you know how Angela she does a lot of talking and then you'd be like Michael. Yeah, you can you you can see all like that, right? Like yeah. you can see where that's going to. But gonna the Tanya and thing that's like, going to be rough. I don't. I really don't think he wants to leave South Africa. So rough. All right, that's it, man. We'll see y'all next week. Let us know in the comments below if you uh, happen to check this out. Which couple you think is in the most trouble? Who your worst parent is out of all the parents on the episode? And I keep on uh, looking there, like the camera's there, but it's not there there and that's it that's it that's See all. you guys next week okay bye peace